Springs. Nearly 500,000 people. Olympic City, USA. Garden of the Gods. Pikes Peak. It's a growing city. Our local government has a lot of employees. What exactly do they do? How does it impact my life? This is where you find out. Behind the Springs, an inside look at your local government. If you're sick of hearing about COVID, the numbers, the quarantines, the safety measures, you are not alone, but the data directly impacts our local recovery, our community, our lives. I'm Jen Schrader. This is Behind the Springs Podcast. Thanks for listening or watching on Facebook. Um, We're asking you to listen to this important interview Um, It's got some new information and important information. Also, some things you've already heard, but maybe good reminders. So we're fortunate to welcome um, Dr. Robin Johnson back to the podcast. She is medical director at El Paso County Public Health. Hi. Thank you so much for being with us. It's my pleasure. Thank you. We appreciate you keeping us up to date um, because this is important information. And I don't want people to think that they're just going to hear the same old, same old, because um, we are in a whole new season um, and we're heading into some colder weather, and that's important. So um, people may be uh, seeing those headlines or hearing the news about increasing numbers. So let's start with that. And um, I know just hearing higher numbers um, doesn't mean much to people. So if you could kind of put that into context and start by telling us, you know, why these are a little bit alarming. Yeah, it's. I think it's really important for us to kind of go back to the basics. We follow the incidents of or the number of new cases that are occurring. And we are following that over a two-week period per 100,000 people. It really gives us a good feel of what's happening with that incubation period of the virus. And then we follow our test positivity, which, again, is telling us as um, that increases the increased burden of disease. So out of all of the tests that are being done, how many are positive? And then we look at our hospitalizations, and hospitalizations tend to lag. So we see incidents going up. We expect to see in a couple weeks that hospitalizations were going up. And we see that all three of these metrics in El Paso County and across the state of Colorado are increasing. To a certain extent, or is there a certain um, point where you start to become concerned? Yeah, and so one of the things that we have um, moved into with CDPHE and the state is to a new dial system. And I think you've heard um, some about that. And I brought a hard copy. You can find this on the CDPHE website. And you just look for the new dial um, button and you click on that and, and you can pull this document up. And I think what's really important about it is, is that it is very clear about what are some of the metrics that really help to impact our community and to impact the size of our gatherings and whether or not there are loosening of restrictions or increasing restrictions. And it no longer is really a guessing game. There's some pretty solid data to help us make some decisions. So you can look and say, okay, where is El Paso County on that dial? Yes. And then what would be if we have to go to a different um, level, what would be more restricted? Yeah. And so if you look at page six of the document, and it'll be, um, this is obviously the hard copy, but you can just scroll through on the computer, you can see what each one of these um, dial or levels give us uh, permission to do. Okay. And the size of our gatherings, the percentage 
of um, capacity for indoor and outdoor activities. All of those sorts of um, implications are here, and they help us to really define why it is so important that we pay attention to these numbers and why it's so important that we are diligent in our preventive measures. And so where are we sitting right now on on that dial? So we are on the safer level one, which is cautious. Um, That is where we have landed. Our numbers are pushing towards safer level two. Okay. And so there would be some uh, concern that that we could have some increased restrictions with that. Um, As, again, with the state, we have begun those conversations to really understand the implications and, um, again, to engage our community in the conversation about what we can do to really begin mitigation so that we are not moved into that next level. Right. And that's the thing is people keep hearing higher numbers, higher numbers. And the real key is what should folks be doing about it? Of course, a lot of people are doing the right thing already. We want to say thank you for doing those wonderful things. Um, But what what are the other messages and things you want to convey? Well, so I think one of the big questions has come about, if we are marrying our masks and we're doing our social distancing, why would these numbers be increasing? Right. And it's actually really multifactorial. There's many things kind of happening at the same time that probably are contributing to this. And one is, you know, the COVID fatigue and just the staying the course and that due diligence, which is so important because we know that each individual um, action adds up to the community uh, response. And people are getting a little tired of those actions. Yeah, we all all are getting pretty weary. Right. But it's the... The bottom line is this is no longer really just a pandemic. It is now endemic, and, and we uh, have defined a new norm for the time being. And so when we take that energy and put it towards the creative innovation of, of how we layer on those preventive measures, I think that we have even more impact. The second thing is that we have increasing activities. It's autumn, school is starting, we have football and soccer, and We are seeing that people are socially distancing less and and involved in increased activities. We have cool weather, so we're coming indoors rather than outdoors. And so we have had this um, layered approach of our preventive measures. We wear our mask. We socially distance. We have said outdoors is better than in. Less is better than more. And we're losing some of the ability in those decisions, moving indoors, maybe having more activities. So, again, it reiterates the need to be really thoughtful and think about some of those kind of decisions we make as we um, engage in the community. Right. And as we come inside and also as we head into the holiday season. I mean, even though we're just beginning with Halloween, that's still a gathering time for many folks. Oh, it is absolutely. And then we're traveling and just the fact that uh, people will travel or gather together increases the chances of getting um, COVID. And that's because it's a social disease. It's spread by social contact. And so we have to be thoughtful about how we prevent that, protecting ourselves and others. And I think the the last point to really make around that is that while this is becoming endemic, it still has yet to be fully defined as an infection, right? COVID is still novel on many levels. And it's our first time to come into respiratory season, 
with COVID. We know this is the time frame in which we see some increase in influenza, rhinovirus, our other coronaviruses tend to kind of um, tick upward during the autumn and winter months. And so some of these increasing numbers could be that it is part of the natural process of COVID as well, which again really reiterates the need for that prevention. The good news is that those preventive measures also are the preventive measures we need for our other respiratory viruses that are circulating. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do we anticipate a better flu season? Like we saw, obviously, flu drop off in the spring, but of course we were all home, so. Well, and it drops off in the spring naturally because of that seasonality we were talking about. So absolutely, it dropped off a little earlier as we stayed at home because it usually has some uh, presence in the community through May, and then we see very few, if any, cases through the summer. And then October, it begins to tick up. And this is the month that we really promote people getting their flu vaccine. And so it can really facilitate um, keeping our community healthy by getting your flu vaccine. It helps decrease the confusion. If you are getting sick, which virus you might be kind of percolating. And it also just helps you stay healthier. So if you are exposed to other viruses or illnesses, you have the bandwidth to really fight them well. Okay, that's great. And then um, you mentioned um, for folks who who did not catch CDPHE, that is the Colorado Public Department of Health and Environment. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah, it's the Colorado Department of Public Public Health Health. and Environment. And that's their website. And so that's a a wonderful additional resource in addition to El Paso County Public Health, um, where you can kind of look at that dashboard and look at those levels and the dial and really understand where we're sitting and then where we may have to go um, if the numbers don't change. So, and I encourage you to look at El Paso County public um, health.org. Okay. Because we do have a dashboard that helps you follow our data locally and our data analytics team is developing a pre-populated dial for you so that you can see where we fall on that dial. It is not up on the web uh, page yet. So going to the CDPHE, uh, okay. and if you just Google CDPHE, it'll pull up the website for you, and then you put in the dial. Um, you can pull up what those metrics are, so you can um, help to follow um, what is at stake as we think about the potential that we might move from one um, level to the other level and also what it takes for us to improve and to um, move to something like protect our neighbor, which is, I think, where we would all hope to be really striving to move toward. In that right direction. Yes. Correct. Yes. And and really, when we're talking about these restrictions and what's at stake in terms of reduced capacity, you know, it has to do with businesses. It has to do with economic vitality, of course, um, and recovery. And then it's also those personal gatherings, right? So it's affecting you personally. Even yeah. I hope you care about our local economy and businesses, but even if you don't, it's just your own personal gatherings and what you'll be allowed to do in your own activities. Yeah, it's all of those things that create human flourishing. Yes. From education to the socializing to our economy and having a job. All of those things really are tied to this and, and we're weighing those risks and benefits every time that we are getting together. That's so true. Okay, well, thanks so much for joining us and giving us the latest. And we really do encourage folks to, of course, continue to follow El Paso County Public Health and the City of COS and all of those really reliable sources that can give you the right information to help you make your individual decisions. We can't, of course, say what's right for everyone. 
right? But it's like those little everyday decisions do add up, wouldn't you say, Dr. Johnson? Yes, they do. Yes, yes. That is really true. So we encourage you to make those good decisions and um, to continue to stay tuned. We appreciate you listening and watching Behind the Springs. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you.